From Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes. We break down the big political news affecting Wisconsin. I'm Chuck Quirmbach, filling in for Mayan Silver, speaking with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. Well, hi, J.R. Welcome to 2024. May it be a busy political year. I think that's a given, Chuck. <laughs> well, that, yeah, for starters, uh, what's it seems like one of the early stories of 2024 is going to be what's next in the Wisconsin legislative redistricting case. Late in December, the state Supreme Court said we need new maps, uh, lawmakers and the governor and other interested parties. Well, the state Supreme Court set a pretty uh, tight timeline trying to have new maps in place for 2024. When the big thing looming is January 12th. That's the day that the court has set for the parties to submit proposed maps uh, that they will then consider. So that's uh, the big thing going that. But we've also seen some more filings in that case. Republicans, for example, have asked the court to reconsider its decision. Now, basically, it's called a motion for reconsideration, which pretty much tells the court, hey, we think you got it wrong. We think you should do this over. It doesn't often work. But what's more important to me in reading that brief was the argument for Republican lawmakers of we should put this off. It should be about the 2026 elections, not 2024. Our due process rights have been violated. There are all kinds of issues here. They are basically signaling we're going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court at some point and raise an issue of this state Supreme Court has prejudged this case is biased against us and is trying to ram this decision through in a way that violates our due process. I don't know if the U.S. Supreme Court will take an appeal like that, but it's a part of the strategy for Republican lawmakers trying to delay this. Their their entire goal is to get through 2024, the maps we have right now, and try and live to fight another day uh, down the road. So sit tight, dear listeners. The state may have you in new legislative districts by March 15th or may not. Yeah, the window to start filing is in mid-April. The plaintiffs had set March 19th. That was the date they said, hey, if you can get maps drawn by then, it makes it easier to get everything implemented in time for mid-April. Don't forget, in 2022, the state Supreme Court handed down the final maps uh, in mid-April. Okay, well, speaking of the legislature, what do we expect in the next few months from the current people in the current districts? Well, it's going to be a short timeline. Honestly, the state assembly, for example, Speaker Robin Voss has told us they plan to be done by the end of February. The state Senate will probably be in into March, do some last few bills, but there's not a lot left in their big to-do list. We're going to see, you know, a few things that they kind of want to get done. They also have a commitment from Robin Voss to do some things for the University of Wisconsin. Remember that deal he struck with the UW to allow the pay raises to take effect, to pump about $800 million into the system. It requires the legislature to sign off on several things by the end of February. That's one big thing I'm watching is, do they commit to that done? And oh, by the way, that deal Robin Voss struck was between him and UW leaders. The state Senate wasn't involved. And with this whole issue with the UW lacrosse chancellor, we've already seen some Republicans saying, hey, this deal maybe should put on hold, or we got some questions about this thing. So it, it doesn't help the university's cause get that money released. You have something like that happening over at lacrosse. Well, disclosure, the uh, pay raises are starting for the UW employees, we've been told. Uh, are we talking then about the engineering school money or other projects? Yes. Yeah, so the entire package includes those pay raises. There's bonding uh, to take care of the engineering building. There's like money to tear down basically uninhabitable buildings. There's $32 million in state money that's being held back by 
the Joint Finance Committee uh, that was contingent upon the UW submitting a, a plan to, to the legislature to use that money for workforce development. So there are a number of moving pieces right now with that deal that they're facing deadlines of in February to get stuff done. Okay, so there's also this thing called the election of 2024, the presidential election, U.S. Senate uh, election in Wisconsin, uh, maybe efforts to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. Uh, what are the three or four highlights we'll be expecting this year? Well, let's start with this, Bennett. Last time I talked to Scott Mayer, who is one of the businessmen looking at running for U.S. Senate, he expected there would be a decision sometime in February, either him or Eric Hovde of Madison or both getting into the race. So that's one thing I'm watching the U.S. Senate campaign because we've already seen Nash Republicans try and hint that they expect Eric Hovde to get in. Presidential-wise, I mean, the courts will decide if Donald Trump's going to be a candidate on the ballot or not in the end, if he is the nominee. Um, he looks pretty strong, obviously, going into Iowa, New Hampshire. Anything can happen. Our primary is not until April, so good question if we're going to even matter come April in terms of deciding who the nominees are. But there's that. And then with the legislature, I mean, until I've got a new map, if there is going to be one, I can't give you a good handle on what to watch for because those lines can be so different than what we're looking at right now. If somehow Republicans push everything off one more cycle and keep the maps that we have, then 2024 is about can Democrats prevent a two-thirds majority in both houses, right? Because the maps they have right now, that is, there's a path to get there. Not a very easy one, but there's a path. If there are new maps, it could change the entire dynamic of the Capitol and who the players are and what the power structure is in that, in that building. And we can't forget about the little party the Republicans are throwing in Milwaukee in July. Yeah, the National Convention, um, it's going to be an opportunity for Republicans to showcase uh, the party, its message, coming to a, a state that's been historically blue but has gone red in presidential races not that long ago, uh, once part of the blue wall that Democrats rebuilt in 2020. You know, looking at the impact of conventions on the states they're in in November, there's not a strong correlation of, oh, the party went to this state and then it won that state several months later. So I'm not expecting it to be a, a real driver in the race. Really, it comes down to who the nominees are, what the issues are, how the economy is doing, how people are feeling. Is there a international incident out there? Are there security concerns? I mean, the list goes on and on. I, mean, I know we're sitting here, sorry, 2024, but November is a lifetime away in politics and that kind of a span. So there's a lot to watch for and gear up for in 2024 in Wisconsin. And uh, things for which to listen from you, J.R. Ross. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me. That was J.R. Ross of WISPolitics.com speaking with me, WUWM's Chuck Quirmbach. Check out the Capital Notes podcast wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>